Mind your perishing backs, you girls, cos I'm a-coming through. Caitlin and Dana, washing up in the kitchens of the Willows restaurant, shrank against the big stone sinks as Mrs. Haggerty, the cook, squeezed past them, giving Dana a sharp jab with her elbow as she did so. Ouch, Dana said, but she said it quietly so that only Caitlin could hear. It was no use antagonising Mrs. Haggerty, who detested both girls anyway, because despite her name, she disliked the Irish and saw to it that Dana and Caitlin always got the most unpopular jobs. But perhaps she had heard. At any rate, she paused in her onward rush. She was carrying a pile of clean plates over to the Bain-Marie to be filled, and nudged Caitlin. You! Get on with them cups and saucers. There's some folk like a cuppa when they's ate me good food. She turned to Dana. You, get in the veggie scullery and start peeling spuds for tomorrow. That's a full sack want doing, and you ain't much good for out else. Right you are, Mrs. H, Dana said as politely as she could. Only, shouldn't I finish here first? I don't think Caitlin can lift the metal baskets out of the boiling water without someone giving a hand. The cook scowled. Polly can help her. You ain't going out a spud bashin' that easy, she said, and gave a snort of laughter. Move! Dana would have liked to point out that Polly Smith was small and frail and new to kitchen work, but bit the words back. She had no desire to see Polly become the next worker on the cook's hate list. The younger girl was eager to please, and on hearing her name came over to the sinker to run. Yes, Mr. Haggerty? she said brightly. What'll I do? I heard you call me. Mrs. Haggerty was explaining how one lifted the big metal racks out of the boiling water as Dana headed for the vegetable scullery. It was a horrid, dank little room, a brick-built and brick-floored extension, unplastered and unpainted, with a knee-level sink, the very sight of which made Dana's long spine shrink with horror. She was tall and slim, and because of that low sink particularly hated spud peeling. There was an ancient machine in one corner of the scullery called the Rumbler by the staff, which was the nearest thing to an automatic potato peeler the Willows possessed. Apart from me, Dana thought bitterly. It looked a little like a concrete mixer, with a big bowl for the potatoes and a handle on the side. One filled the bucket with spuds, added water, closed the lid, and began to turn the handle vigorously. It was hard work, but nowhere near as tedious as peeling by hand, nor, unfortunately, as thorough. Mrs. Haggerty hated it, and because of the rumbling noise the wretched thing made, Dana dared not even think of employing it. Instead, with a sigh, she fitted the big plug in the sink, turned on the brass tap, and began throwing potatoes into the water. She was well into her task when two of the other kitchen workers, Ernie and Sam, entered the room behind her. Ernie had been out on an errand for Mrs. H, who'd run short of cooking apples. Pork was on the menu today, and had now drawn his pal into the malodorous little scullery for a quiet chat. Dana, peeling the potatoes, grinned to herself. Usually their talk was of girls, football or food, but now it seemed that Ernie had picked up some interesting gossip. You know, old Squab knows the butcher on Hayworth, he asked in a low voice. I called to mind you saying weeks back that he were heading for the high jump. Well, he's been and gone and done a moonlight. 
left the place in a terrible state. I've seen it with my own eyes, though I got the story from a neighbour, none too sorry to see him go. Seems the old bugger had a grudge against his landlord, so he ordered up as usual, awful mainly. Then he closed all the windows, put a note on the door saying he'd gone on his holidays and jimmied off, owing a month's rent. <laughs> they say the stench made some delicate souls throw up, to say nothing of the bleeding blue bottles what come to the feast. Ernie laughed. <laughs> Reckon that'll mean another empty shop, cos Mr Thwaites the landlord, and everyone knows he's mean as hell. Apparently he opened the door, staggered back as a million blue bottles come tearing out, then slammed the door shut, going blue in the face. He said he weren't responsible for the pong nor the flies, and he'd leave it to the next tenant to clear up. Only who'll take it on in a state like that? Sam said gleefully.